0: You're listening to Across Culture, the podcast which explores culture, identity, and the Christian faith. I'm your host, Jessie. I've had lots of fun talking to Deborah Kim for this episode. We both met in Uganda, um, and it's been really great to catch up with her on Zoom. Hi, Deborah. Thanks so much for joining me here today on Across Culture podcast. It's such a delight to have you and to be able to see you, oh, people can't see you, <laughs> to be able to talk <laughs> with you once again. Um, yeah, it's been a while, it's been a while. Um, Thank you for having me here. So how are you?
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me here. And uh, I'm doing well in Korea now. Oh, I love being able to use the internet
0: to talk to people from so far away,
1: uh-huh. in
0: Korea. Um, yeah, how yeah. wonderful.
1: It's all good. Great. Hi.
0: So, uh, can you
1: please uh, introduce yourself? Okay. Hello, I'm Yeonhee Deborah Kim from South Korea. I'm a director of Arts in Mission Korea, which is a mission organization to mobilize and train Christian artists for God's kingdom in cross-cultural mission. Uh, Arts in Mission Korea was officially started in 2013 in Seoul, Korea, and it has held Arts in Mission seminars since then as a director of RT mission Korea I've planned and arranged all the seminars yeah and okay and as an RT mission practitioner I'm doing missions in Africa country continent uh, I've visited several African countries and worked there since 2009
0: mm. Mm. and it was in one particular African country that we met wasn't it yeah 2017
1: in Uganda
0: yes had such a good time um, yeah right with that short time with you in Uganda Mm -hmm. so for arts and mission career did you start the the organization or was it started already before you joined
1: okay uh, at the beginning of 2012 I was praying for the next step as a full-time missionary Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I prayed what should I do God what can I do now and a few months later, God gave me a chance to meet a Korean-American missionary who was very interested in making awareness of our mission in Korea. But he lived in the U.S. and he couldn't do anything in Korea. So he wasn't looking for a person mm-hmm. whom he can work with. God made us meet each other. His name is jae Kim. Do you know jae I I think J.O. Kim, I've I've seen his name. He does multicultural
0: yeah. worship, right?
1: Yeah, right. We met in the summer at a mission conference called Mission Korea. We talked about our dreams and plans and found out that our thoughts were very similar for we both were very interested in the arts and we all wanted to use arts in mission fields. Mm. That was the very start. After that, arts in mission... Korea was set up at the end of 2012 and Arts mission Seminar has been started since 2013.
0: Mm, I see. So is your background in the arts, why are you so interested in using the arts for mission?
1: Okay, I've been interested in different kinds of arts since I was young. Music, movies, photography, design, painting, and so on. Then in the late 1990s, I graduated from fashion school at that time I thought it would be great if Christians could use the art in mission fields especially in Africa because African people are very talented with art so from the time on the art the mission and Africa these three words became important to me mm. but I couldn't I could nothing to do for people on me didn't know about RCA mission at all. And there were no mission organizations that could help me. RCA mission? What are you talking about? It's something like this. Therefore, I just waited. I've waited for more than 10 years since then. Hmm. And in 2009, I visited the first African country, Ethiopia, and three years later, in 2012, Archie Mission Korea was made by God in God's time.
0: Hmm. What, what were you doing during that time when you were waiting on God um, after you, you had that interest?
1: I prayed. I prayed a lot. <laughs> Great. Show me your vision. Let me know what my mission is. And I thought, okay. It would be better for me to do something in Korea before a door opened even though I couldn't go to Africa right now. Then I started a small business that was to make and sell some stationery designed with Christian messages. I received a few things.
0: <laughs> ah, yeah, I right. gave you me remember
1: my cards, right? Mini cards yeah. and some cards yeah. and the stickers. And so <laughs> <laughs> so I made an artist group which consists of illustrators and graphic designers. We made together the goods and I sold them. I tried to introduce some Bible verses and Christian messages through these stationeries.
0: Yeah, great, great. Um, how do Koreans see the arts? So it sounds great that you are able to um collaborate with other Korean artists to make this kind of stationery. But do do Koreans um, see arts as something that's really good? Is it, is it honorable? Um, what is the place of arts in the Korean church at the moment?
1: Okay, here's the thing. There are many Christian artists in Korean churches, but the churches have no idea of the arts and artists, honestly. Mm. They know some artists are present in their churches, yet they do not know how to work with them or how to treat them. So lots of Korean artists feel lonely in their church and don't know how to use their artistic talents appropriately for God's kingdom. That's why Art Mission Korea exists. We emphasize the importance of the arts, introduce the concept of ethnodoxology, and encourage the artists to use their talent through the arts mission seminar. Can you tell us
0: more about the concept of ethnodoxology, just in case some of our listeners don't really know what that means?
1: Yeah, okay. So, uh, ethnodoxology is an application of ethnomusicology, ethnic art studies, worship studies, mythology, and related disciplines. Mm. Uh, this word consists of ethno and doxology mm-hmm. and the english word doxology combines words and glory into a concept signifying words to glorify or worship god yeah, it's it's a little bit you know complicated but the term ethnodoxology was coined by dave hall in the late 1990s right and dave was a worship leader a missionary and a pioneer of the school of ethnodoxology he defined ethnodoxology as the study of the worship of God among diverse cultures. Let me say again, the study of the worship of God among diverse cultures. Uh, Another short definition is that uh, ethnodoxology is the interdisciplinary study of how Christians in every culture engage with God and the world through their own artistic expressions. Mm. Uh, Based on this definition, I can say ethnodoxology is about the correlation between worship and the arts, especially ethno arts, which is from all over the world. Mm.
0: Thank you. I can see how it's interdisciplinary because Mm -hmm. you're looking at people, you're looking at cultures, you're looking at the arts. Uh, which includes music as well Mm -hmm. and then you're looking at um worship too yeah yeah thank you for that so i'm interested in um your work that you do in africa so you said did you say in 2009 you went on a trip yeah yeah so that was Mm -hmm. prior to arts in in mission career starting wasn't it yeah so Mm -hmm. what what kind of things do you do when you go to at these African countries, and do you usually go alone as well? What happens?
1: The first three mission trips that I joined were of my Korean church. Those were a common form of a short-term mission trip, including skit drama and worship dance. At that time, I thought like this. Well, I don't know about UK's mission trips, but in Korea, every summer, hundreds of mission teams go to the world. example to different parts of Asia and Africa and to South America. That means every summer Korean Christian can meet different people in different cultures but the contents of trips are almost the same. I mean same skit drama, same worship dance and similar children camp or Korean dances. Therefore I questioned why do we use the same program for different people? Also, I've wondered, what if we could use different art forms, not just music and painting? So, after Art Mission was started, I joined several Art Mission trips to have a songwriting workshop. This workshop is to encourage local African Christians to make indigenous praise songs. After that, since 2017, I've planned worship and the art seminar and group Bible study uh, and had, have had songwriting workshops and visual art workshops. I shared what the biblical worship is and the importance of the art through the seminars and workshops.
0: So you, run, you ran the visual arts workshop within the songwriting workshops that, are, that were happening at that time.
1: Yeah, in seminar, you know, I have you know different, different kinds of workshops. So when I have a worship and the arts seminar, and yeah. I have usually two workshops, a songwriting workshop and visual arts workshop. Mm, mm. I understand. So mm.
0: how has it been received? What's the response been like with the participants?
1: Generally, the participants were local church people including pastors, musicians, and choir leaders. The good thing of songwriting workshop is that church people can make new praise songs even though they are not professional musicians. Whenever we had time for feedback, people said like this, Oh, I was afraid to make a song because I'm not a musician or a choir member. But I found out I can make songs And one of the musicians was surprised and said, Oh, I didn't know my church people can make songs. And they are very good at this. Oh, and other feedback that I cannot forget. Uh, When we do mission trips, we give local people many resources and materials from outside of the area. You know, we just give color pencils and paint and so on. Well, that is a good thing. But after the team leaves and the local people cannot get the materials anymore, how could they keep making something? Contrary to our intentions, we make them keep re- rely on help from outside. So, whenever I have a visual art workshop, I usually encourage people to use local materials. For example, local fabrics. And you know, African fabric is vivid, Bright and beautiful. Uh, but when I first encouraged the participants to use the local fabrics, they wondered why we had to use these fabrics. You know, it's like this it's just fabrics, it's not special. Why don't we use a Western thing? I kept encouraging, and they made some bags and accessories with the fabrics. And after the workshop, when we had time for feedback, some of them said, I didn't know our fabrics are so much beautiful like this. That touched my heart.
0: That is so powerful for people to yeah. see that their, their culture is important. And actually, it's sort of like um, they can embrace what they have and see, mm-hmm. actually, this is really beautiful. This is part of my culture and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And God made it and God loves it rather than yeah. looking outside all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Right,
1: especially many African countries try to be westernized in the name of development. And lots of Africans think Western culture is more sophisticated than their culture. But I, uh, as an art facilitator and art consultant, I really want to encourage them to respect their art and their cultural heritage, because knowing our cultural identity is very important. And I think their arts are beautiful.
0: Hmm. I think it really helps with how people can see the gospel as well. Because, you know, sometimes you hear about how um, the gospel has, in, has been misconstrued as saying um, Christianity is a white man's religion. And that associates so much with um, Western imperialism, colonization, everything that signifies that white and the West is beautiful or is modern and, like you said, sophisticated. So, when people can read it, actually see that for themselves, actually, you know, Christianity is not um, a Western thing and it's indeed for everyone. And everyone's arts um, are also unique and also equally valid. Mm, That is so
1: good to see. Sure. When I had a training for Sunday school teachers, an old lady who is one of the teachers questioned, sometimes my children ask me, is Jesus a white man? I couldn't answer it. So let me know whether Jesus is white or black. This is the question. You know, it was 2018, just two years ago. And it was still an issue. So I clearly told her that Jesus is not a white man and the Christianity is not about black or white. I should say that. It's very important to know this because not just Africa, but also many countries in this world think Christianity is something like, you know, Israel's religion or white religion. But as you know, it's not true. So I think it's necessary to make people think about what the gospel is and what the Christianity is.
0: For sure. I see that. So in Asian-Mission career, am I right in thinking there are different Um, facets to it. So you've got your trips that you go to Africa and you run these visual arts workshops and then you also have seminars and training for Koreans in the arts. Um, Is there anything else you do? Um, And also, another question I have is, do you also bring the Korean artists to further afield?
1: That's what I have wanted to do. Well, actually one of the goals of our mission Korea is to mobilize Korean Christian artists to do cross-cultural missions. So I try to do it. Yet um, most of my mission fields are African countries. It was not easy to make it. But I hope and believe it will happen. Yeah. And this is the reason that I work harder.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think it starts from the home as well. So when people who are like you said, Korean Christian artists, when they can really um, embrace who they are, their identity and what they're called to do, then they can play that out in their church settings or in the mission that is in South Korea. And then from that build on and go further afield. Because there's obviously a lot more cultural things to deal with and things to learn. I remember preparing for the mission trip in Uganda and um, our team leader, she sent us so much research to read um, the history of Uganda and all the like music styles and the four. I was like, wow, it's very yeah in depth.
1: <laughs> we have to do research when we do cross-cultural missions. It's very very important. Whenever I visit new places and new countries, I do research a lot. Uh, I go to museums and art galleries to understand their history, cultural background and their art, and then I meet local people and ask many questions. I like what Brian Shrek said, that is, research is learning, and learning to know someone else is a fundamental act of love. Again, research is learning, and learning to know someone else is a fundamental act of love. You can show your love when you do research. And you know what local people notice when we show love by asking trying to learn their culture they can feel how much i'm interested in their culture well i have a story when i was in chamino tanzania i purchased a small drum called muhemu it's their traditional drum after i got it i met some ladies in the village And they recognized me and the drum in my hands. So I asked them how to play the drum and how to handle it. They kindly answered my questions and played the drum. We sang and danced together. That was a short time, just 20 or 30 minutes. After I left the village and two months later, my friend who lived in the village passed their greetings to me. They said, how is Deborah? Is she doing well? Pass our greetings to her. And six months later, they asked again, how is Deborah? Is she doing well? And they still remembered me after six months later. I thought about this. Why did they remember me? I think because of the, that time. I think they were happy with my respect to their culture and they felt my love. So they could remember me not as a guest or a visitor, but as a friend. <clears throat> so during research, asking questions is a kind of action that you can show your love and respect to people.
0: I like that. And it shows that they are valued as well. If you're interested in them, if you ask them questions to find out more about them. They're valuable. Yeah. So before before we end, I have one last question. Um, I want to talk a bit about positionality. Um, So as a Korean woman, going to African countries to do your mission work. um, How do you feel like you are received? And what is the response to you being a single Korean woman doing the work uh, in Africa?
1: uh there are two things okay well honestly whenever i visit to african country especially in tanzania in my experience uh whenever i visit there with american people i can feel how can i say yeah they they're more excited about American people. I can feel that. Mm, Right. Yeah. Uh, But, but for me, uh, if I visit there alone by myself, I'm a kind of foreigner, just foreigner. So uh, it's not, it's not that different from, you know, any other, uh foreign people especially from America and from Europe. So yeah. But the thing is that uh my friends, yeah, I can call the local church people friend because you know I I try to keep my relationship with them as friends for more than three or four years. So the my friends they think they're just Deborah is our friend. Some of them uh, called me sister or as a family. So, well, it's a good experience, you know, for me as a, not just Korean people, but besides Korean, besides my identity as Korean, yes. yeah, it was a good experience.
0: And you're yeah. a brother and sister in Christ.
1: As yeah, well, sure, so you're sure yeah mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. really interesting what you said about you know when you're with other Americans
1: yeah, um,
0: how they view it
1: yeah mm. especially especially if if the one is a pastor ah. and white men right yeah and then because many uh, African countries uh, people respect men more than women so if if the member is a white man and mm-hmm. he's a pastor mm. <laughs> and then yeah, it's a little bit different. I can I can feel their yeah, a little bit different responses. But but mostly they're very hospitable. Yes. And they're very kind to foreigners. So and especially my friends, they treat me as a friend and sister. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I see
1: that. Mm. yeah. yeah so thank you
0: um, for yeah. the chat today. I yeah. would like to ask you for a book recommendation. Mm-hmm. Is there any books which you'd like to recommend for our
1: listeners? Uh, sh- sure. I want to recommend two books, uh, Worship and Mission for the Global Church. It's an ethnodoxology handbook. I have that the do you, really big, uh, do big have one. It, yeah, big one. It's a big and thick. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm still reading through it after many years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, and uh, its how companion is creating local arts together. It's a manual to help communicate with their kingdom goals. These two books is kind of you know basic uh, handbook for arts in mission. So if someone are interested in, someone is interested in art and mission and someone who wants to know more about this and you know, yeah they should read this these two books and um mm-hmm. uh, there's a slim workbook sized version has released recently oh that is community arts for God's purposes how to create local artistry together it's a it's the workshop version of uh, it's a workshop version of you know small slim book uh, for creating local arts together. So you can get uh, a small book and I think the big it, book and a yeah. small book. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> big book and a you know, theme book. <laughs> get all the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Okay, so we'll put that down on the show notes for this episode so you can see the books that Deborah has suggested. Um is there anything you want to say uh for the listeners before we finish or if not it's okay?
1: Um well even though you are not an artist, you can live as an artist and then you can join art and mission. If you are an artist, you know definitely. But if you're not an artist, even though you're not an artist, still you can join arts and mission and you can use your talents for God's kingdom. Yeah, that's what I want to say. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, because mm. there's lots of different um, different parts of the body. People have different gifts. Sure. Mm. And this is probably another topic, but um, God as the creator actually created us In his likeness to be creative as well so Mm -hmm. a lot of people might not say that they are artists Mm -hmm. but we are creative in different ways
1: right yes Mm. all
0: right thank you so much for your time and um hey it's been so good thank you for having me here (laughs) yes